he who can destroy a thing controls a thing. <laughs> yeah, that that quote was uh, <laughs> that was actually just funny to me. Like, just like saying a thing sounds very um, vague and nonspecific. It sounds mm-hmm. like whoever wrote that just gave up halfway through. <laughs> like, if I rewrote it, it would be uh, he who can control something can destroy it, versus saying a thing twice. <laughs> who can thing? Uh, he can thing one thing two destroy <laughs> Dr. Seuss. He who can destroy thing one can control thing two. <laughs> oh my that's, god, that's from Dr. Seuss. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's so good. That's our cold open. That's our cold open. Welcome to the Better Movie Club podcast. I'm Leah Morse, and I'm joined by my two friends. Introduce yourself, mm, gentlemen. Friends. We're all friends here. Who, Acquaintances. So who are the two friends that are in the call? Because I only see three do have, people. Do we have two guests this week? <laughs> we have two guests this week. Introduce <laughs> yourselves, guests. Hi, and, my name is uh, Lockheed the Puppet. Oh, no. And you're my best friend? Mm-mm. And I'm the fucking sorting hat, I guess. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Yeah, so it's me, <laughs> Liam Morris, Lucky the Puppet, and the Sorting Hat, and we do a podcast <laughs> called And I'm Austin Whiteford. And I'm Andrew Farley. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I quit. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now here. it's just now it's just me and Farley and the Sorting Hat and Lucky the Puppet. <laughs> well, if you remember, you got fired last episode, so it's just Farley oh, the Sorting right. Hat and Lucky the Puppet. <laughs> Uh, I hate you. This is my dream show. (laughs) (laughs) It's my nightmare. (laughs) So what do we do here? Movies. They take like a long time to make. Months, Mm -mm. years, tons of people. And in like 90 minutes or less, we fix them. We make them better. That's what we do here. Because we're so (laughs) talented. (laughs) (laughs) We're... We truly know oh better God. and are smarter than all of Hollywood. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome. Um, uh, before we get into the show, uh, the only, I think, other thing we want to talk about, we're we're currently trying to get uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts. So uh, we have released one bonus episode from um, our previous goal that we had around downloads, but we are going to be working on another bonus episode when we hit 50 reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you can help us get there, you get that sweet, sweet extra content. Anything else? I am changing a promise I made earlier. Um, I said at one point, if we had 10,000 of the same review, I would sell my house. Um, now I will sell my house and move in with Leah if we get 100 reviews. One star, five star, anything in between. I'm going to move in with Leah. Mm. I will break my lease and move in with Leah if we get one more review. Okay. You have my word. This is legally binding. <laughs> is this like me, <laughs> Leah, or contract. is this like a different Leah that we're talking about? You've got a guest room. Yeah. I have a shed. You can both live in my shed. That's fine. It's pretty big. I'll take the master. Shed? Okay. The master shed. Can I have the guest shed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. We really should get to the episode. 
Let's do it. This week, we watched a movie with uh, spice, uh, desert, some big, some big old worms, some uh, bright blue eyes, and something about destiny, I think. Dune from 1984. And what a Dune he right. is. <laughs> <laughs> it was the dunest of dunes. It was the worst of dunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was Fred Durst of times. He's not in this. <laughs> I could have fooled me. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We watched mm-hmm. Dune. I have seen it many times. It was these guys' first time watching it. <laughs> A uh, huge, huge uh, thank you to our Discord, who all seemed to be into Dune for some reason, I leading us to doing this episode. I would like to rec- recuse myself of this thank you. I'm really upset at all of you <laughs> for making but me Farley watch also Dune. doesn't like movies, so really nothing that he says matters. Okay, I don't like movies, but I also don't often dislike movies. I, I don't know. I, I do. <laughs> I think you, you look back... Yeah. You look back what at if... other episodes, I think you'll find. I'm sorry, we watch only bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> the only movies I want to watch are... a lot of bad movies. The we only... watch some good movies. The only movies I want to watch are Big Mama's House. <laughs> we'll have... Why haven't you ever picked one? <laughs> it's bad audio. <laughs> well. If Kramer from Seinfeld's not in it... <laughs> I don't think a scene with us from Big Mama's house would go over very well at all. Well, I didn't even and think I'm about that when I said that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Let's try to synopsisize this movie, which is, I mm-hmm. think, impossible in three sentences, but I'm going to give it a go. Paul Atreides is a kid who is the son of a duke, but his dad dies and he gets thrown in the desert with his mom. They join a tribe of Fremen who are desert wanderers, and he becomes the leader of them. Then he takes the water of life and becomes the Kwisatz Haderach and becomes the ruler of the planet and takes on the emperor of the known universe. Leah, you made that way too complicated. I got this in <laughs> two sentences. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> slightly, you, you're legally required to do three. Slightly better Bible story. Um slightly worse star wars why did we watch this <laughs> um messiah boy becomes chosen spice girl <laughs> people have bright blue eyes there are big worms that's pretty much what i took away that's pretty this. much all i remember <laughs> <laughs> i don't want I, I i think it's great that people like care about franchises and like if you love if you love a movie, whether it's this movie or, you know, Harry Potter or Star Wars or whatever, I think that's great. I I had a hard time getting into this one. And there's a reason for that. It's bad. <laughs> I think there's I good and bad. There's definitely some things that aren't good in it. I think overall it's it's a good movie, I, I would argue. never want to hear anyone's thoughts. And this movie yeah, does that. Yeah, that's one thing we should talk about that was for weird. sure. So that it's very, very strange. <laughs> but that's like, yeah. So that's, I think we can thank David Lynch for that, who's a very weird dude. 
<laughs> if you've seen anything by David Lynch, that's a very interesting choice. <laughs> that he's also he made. He's, he's Twin Peaks, right? Yeah. And also Donnie Darko, or am I wrong? Was he Donnie Darko? Uh, I don't know. You have to look that up. That feels like him. I'm going to look it up. Go ahead. So I was actually wondering about this when I was watching it because I was trying to think of, I know there are other movies where you get like the voiceover that's people's thoughts, but. He was, he did not direct Donnie Darko. I, I don't know if I can think of other movies that are like this genre that have that. Can can you guys think of any? That have like. Like the, that like voiceover. Thoughts? Yeah. Monologue thing. No. Because, no. like, there's definitely, like, I mean, the first thing, the obvious thing that comes to mind is, like, the Wonder Years, right? <laughs> like, the which is only almost thing... like a flashback thing. But I think it is supposed to be his thoughts, sort of. I don't know. What it makes me think of is anime. Mm. Yeah. Anime is, like, the only genre I've seen where, like, you consistently hear the character's thoughts. But what, normally when they do that, it's, like, one character. It's the protagonist or the lead, and you hear their mm -hmm. thoughts. You don't mm -hmm. hear yeah. everyone's thoughts in a situation because that's annoying. I was also just thinking about like... Leave something to the imagination, right? I was thinking about like the... Because I think we... I don't know if we've talked on air about this, but I know we've talked about it, about the that some people have an inner monologue and some people don't. And so this movie sort of implies that everyone does. And like, because like they're, you know, people are thinking thoughts and sentences and stuff. And I was like, I mean, if I was in this movie, if it was like Leah, the character Leah, like in the movie, and they just like pan Princess over to me, Leah. and then I'm just like, la 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 la, love that chicken from Popeyes, meow, like, you know, <laughs> like, like and then there's like sounds of like gunshots, like, you know, it would be nothing, because like, I don't think like that. My brain's just like an amalgamation of like sound effects and shit all the time. <laughs> So I was like, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's um and also what are these Minecraft uh what are these Minecraft shields? <laughs> oh yeah, the shields look so bad. I actually <laughs> thought when they used the personal shields, I I kept saying, Oh look, another one turned into Gumby. <laughs> like a little Gumby man. <laughs> they got so blocky that they looked like Minecraft characters. And yeah. yes. It, it reminded me of uh, the N64 game Perfect Dark because mm -hmm. uh, the, the characters had shields in that. And when you shot them, the shields like lit up and they were they were also like boxy like that. So that's what I kept thinking about. And that was a video game from probably around the same time that this movie came out, right? Uh, probably a little later. A little yeah. later, but yeah. not later enough that special effects should have been. I'm going to say like it, well, it was it was N64, right? Yeah. So that would have been 90s. When did this come out? Right. 84. 84. This was in the 80s. So like 10 years. I'm going to say Perfect Dark was like 98. When did GoldenEye yeah. come out? I don't know. Perfect Dark was after that. When did the N64 come out? Because that's what enabled these graphics on both of those that games. Is, that's when computers <laughs> could start doing graphics. <laughs> oh, Perfect Dark came out in 2000. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. GoldenEye came out in 97. Okay. What's another movie that came out around this time that had special effects? When did Star Wars come out? Oh, Star 70s. Wars like 70s, Star Wars right? came out in like 79 or something. Yeah. I mean, I thought the shields looked bad and there were a few um, green screen 
things that looked pretty oh when he's like floating through space yeah (laughs) but like outside of that i thought the movie actually looked pretty good i thought like the the desert scenes and stuff like all looked like they held up i thought i think anytime they tried to put people on top of effects is um is when it went bad yeah here are some other movies that came out in 84 with special effects uh we got ghostbusters we got the terminator Ooh, yeah. Um, we got the we got uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and it looks like the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Didn't this Terminator that Terminator movie have like him melting and? Are you talking about the Liquid Cop? Yeah, those ter- that, that was T two. That was T two. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, oh, also the Neverending Story, which feels mm. very close to this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Most of the movies that you named don't have a whole lot of like like non practical effect stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, Ghostbusters I I did, but it was just like shiny stuff. light shoot out of thing. <laughs> when did right. Mac and Me come out? <laughs> uh, earlier, right? I think. And that had way better special effects. So <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was definitely something I didn't. Mac like, and Me though, was eighty eight. Oh, wow. Is that late? Oh, there's no excuse mm-hmm. for that. Mac <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Me is not a good movie. <laughs> no. Well, it's my standard of special effects. <laughs> um, another thing I don't like about this movie is like most of the scenes for the Harkonnens are so weird and gross out. Like, I don't know. It was I, I know I'd, I'd read it that like even though it isn't des- the Harkonnens aren't like described in the book that way that like Frank Herbert was he liked the way they were depicted in the movie. So I guess it like synced with his vision of what that should be. But it was weird. Like it was so gory and the Baron was I mean, the Baron's a bad the Baron guy, was gross. but like Baron he's not gross. I never picture him in the books as being as disgusting as he is in the movie but what other har it's harkonnen right yeah so fade uh raban the um i didn't think any of those characters were really that gross no fade's the one that's not but like whenever they showed the harkonnen area it was like they had like the people with like stitched up stuff on their face and like oh, all yeah, the all yeah. the and then they had like the weird like the the cat that Thufer had to like their heads were shaved at the top and, and like, not right he- yeah they had in- inverse right. mohawks okay. like it was very very weird <laughs> Pi- Piter I mean he he had the I guess the stained lips because he he's a mentat the spice right? no that's the juice of no? Safu. So mentats are human computers. Mentats is drugs from Fallout. Human computers, right? But what did he drink? The juice of Safu is what they use to to be able to do like computer stuff with their brain. That's different from the spice. Yeah, it's a totally different thing. Okay, Um, but he's not really a Harkonnen. He's like just employed by the Harkonnens, basically. I see. Like every great house gets a mentat, basically. Okay, (laughs) and he he. I had the weird eyebrows, just like uh, Thufer. The other, Thufer. the other guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What's what's his name? Thufer. Thufer. So That's they're right. both mentats. I don't know. I don't think that they're ever described in the books as having bushy eyebrows. They are described or, as having stained lips, though. In the movies, are the eyebrows a mentat thing? Yeah. 
I think okay. so. We only okay. ever see that two men's sense. hats, but that's my assumption is and that because they both have, they both have crazy eyebrows. <laughs> what are uh, what are Mintos in this universe? Do 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 do. Uh, what are you talking about? Min- Mintos, the fresh maker. Yeah, what are those in in this universe? No, I assume they're the same thing. Oh, okay. So if you eat a mintat, you are fresher. Uh, you said mento. Yeah. Well, you said you assumed they were the same thing. So mintats and mentos are the same thing. No, I thought mentos were the same in this universe as they are in the Dune universe. So. Uh, no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> were we in court that whole time? <laughs> I think we always are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the devil made me do it, this is, that's every episode. We've always just been arrested by the improv police. Rightfully so. Yeah. No, we've committed crimes, heinous crimes against improv. <laughs> so uh, I will start because I don't know if you guys have anything, but stuff that I like about this movie, uh, I love a lot of the philosophical stuff in this. The sleeper must awaken speech is like one of my favorite parts of the book because it's so fucking true. Have you ever met anybody that's like never left their hometown their entire life like even to like <laughs> go outside the city limits it, it, it's it's the change does jar something inside you and i i think a lot of the stuff that's like philosophical in this movie is like really true i think the test with the gamjabar and the box the idea that what separates humans from animals is the ability to ignore base instinct and act outside of it i think is like really really cool i, I think a lot of that uh, I don't know. I get chills during some of the scenes because I, I just really like it. Um, I think the acting is really, really good. I think, well, Kyle MacLachlan, who plays uh, Paul, I think does an amazing job as Paul. And I like the, I like the wormies and the music. The music is by Toto and it's fucking amazing. The music was pretty good. I think a lot of sci-fi stuff does get some philosophical stuff. Really, like even... Um, Probably my favorite sci-fi franchise by far is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And uh, even like the philosophical stuff in that, like I, I really appreciate and really think about. I My favorite part about this franchise, I guess, is just that people care about it, right? Like, I, I think that's great. It's not really for me, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I don't think that everything should be for me. And it's fine that there's stuff that isn't. And I, th- I think it's great that uh, people care about that. So I um, I think everything should for be should be for me. And I will die on that hill. <laughs> what did I like about this? I uh, I liked the voice power thing. That was cool. Where he could blow stuff up, up stuff up with his voice. Oh, yeah. That was it was interesting. It was different. It was like different sounds way. had different powers. Yeah. Yeah. What is weirding? It's when you mm. it's like freaking, but different. That was actually like sort of added to the movie, but under the direction of Frank Herbert. Um, okay. It's not like in the it, book? Um, It's been a while since I've read it. I know that the weirding modules are not in the book. There might be some reference to the weirding way, but it's not nearly as much of a plot point and them having like the modules as weapons is not a plot point in the books. Um, so in the books, why did the... I'm, you'll, you'll have to correct me. The Fremen? The, the desert people. The Fremen... Why did the Fremen um, not kill Paul and his mom? Because in the movie, they they spared them to teach them like the weirding ways. Yeah. In the book, if I recall correctly, they so 
They were going to keep, I think, Jessica anyway because she's been a Jesuit um, and they needed a new Reverend Mother. Um, and I think they were going to, and I'm probably getting this wrong, and like Dune fans are like, oh my God, it's been like 10 years since I've read the books. I really need to reread them. Um, but uh, I, I think that he actually proves himself in battle. There's actually a scene that's cut from this version that's in the extended version where he does actually fight and kill um, a Fremen man. And like by doing that, he then is part of their tribe. Uh, mm. So yeah, he basically like proves that he's like extremely competent in battle and they take him in. I mean, I think another another failing of this movie is I mean, maybe you guys didn't think so, but like I would think having if I hadn't read the books, I would think that the plot point about the Fremen wanting to like change the face of Arrakis and them wanting to stick it to the emperor and stuff would be really confusing if you didn't have the context of the book. Like, I feel like if I just watched the movie, I would be like, why do they want to do that? Like, because I don't feel like it's ever explained. That was the part I most understood. <laughs> Having not read the book, um, the whole plot was sort of just very confusing. Yeah, me. no, everything up to that point, I was like, I don't understand anyone's motivations here. Or what the fuck is going on? And then those dudes were just like, we want to take back our planet and uh, fuck the Empire. And I was like, okay, this is Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. I loved that loved that puffer, puffer fish at the beginning. What was his deal? Uh, that's a guild navigator. They actually so if you actually pay attention, they actually explain everything. <laughs> like it, in the very beginning, um, Princess Irulan has like a speech, and she like I mean it's a bunch of exposition, but she literally answers all the questions that you guys have because she's like the guild navigators who have been mutated over time mm. by their use of the spice. Like that's what that guy is. Which um, I guess brings it. me to my next point. Um, don't start your movie with ten minutes of exposition. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's I like it's like two and a half part. three minutes maybe at tops That's... but yeah, i i agree but i also think like it, if you don't want a six hour movie i don't know how i mean that's why they're right. probably splitting the new one into into multiple films because like unfortunately in order to understand the full context of the movie you do need a lot of world building and like they tried to do some of it in i, I think they tried to do a lot of it actually in the movie but like it's a lot <laughs> like, yeah i felt I, I've never read the book, but I felt like both the uh, the intro exposition and the fact that we just heard people's thoughts sometimes, I thought that those were both just ways to try as best as they could to fill in some blanks uh, from the books because otherwise they were going to end up with, like you said, four or five hour movie. There's a rumored six hour version, but I don't know if it actually exists. The mm. version I have on, I think, Blu-ray is like, three hours and 15 minutes or something like that. I cannot imagine watching that for six hours. <laughs> I would if it, if it was out there and I, I could, I would love to see it. <laughs> Maybe not I, like multiple times, but once. <laughs> I would love that for you. I would not join you. <laughs> yeah. I No, thank you. <laughs> hey, you guys got to watch the uh, effectively the abridged version. So <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> Probably you're a Star Wars fan though, right? I I mean I like Star Wars, but only mostly because of nostalgia. Like I know Star Wars is bad too. I was just I was just trying to think of a franchise like if there was a six hour version of a movie that 
like is is there a series or a franchise that you like enough that you would watch a six hour movie of a snyder cat a snyder cut person a snyder cut yeah, of yeah. lord of the rings <laughs> so <perhaps>. justice league <laughs> <laughs> and actually that movie might as well have been six fucking hours yeah, holy shit like oh it. my god it was so long <laughs> that was a three-hour movie right but it felt like this. <laughs> this yeah. was only an hour less than the Snyder Cut. I felt like that movie took 24 hours to watch. This movie is Do dense. not so much. <laughs> it's... Just, I'm talking about Justice League. Justice yeah. League felt like an entire day was yeah, wasted Yeah, I mean, at least that. with Dune, like, stuff was happening the whole time. I felt like Justice mm-hmm. League was just like, let's just put everything in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> so There, now it's longer. I don't we know if it. anyone in the audience knows this. I don't think we mentioned it. Uh, when I watched... Justice League. I watched the first two hour or first two hours, I think, with Austin, and I had just taken Dramamine, but the original formula, and I did not know that Dramamine f- fucking knocked you out. So I was sitting there like almost comatose, you watching, were like out, yeah. watching Justice League, and I was like, I need to leave. I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and truly, Farley and I hadn't seen each other in like probably five years. And uh, he came to visit. Feel like a lot of time was wasted watching fucking Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I we would have just been hanging out. You know, you know, we could have just been friends, but um... right. <laughs> Instead, we had a podcast that we had to be responsible for. That and that didn't work out because I took Dramamine. <laughs> the podcast demands sacrifice. In the world, and I'm spending time with him for the first time in five years, and and. We chose to do that, to spend that time together watching fucking Cyborg's mom get killed by a car or whatever. <laughs> Thank God we, we saw that <sighs> scene. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been worth it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... Uh. So, I think we need to take a break. We all need to sit down and watch Cyborg's mom get killed by a car. And then we'll come mm-hmm. back and make this movie better. Sounds That's part like of this plan. movie, right? Is yeah. Cyborg's mom? It could be. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back again. So thank you. Um, thank you specifically to uh, to Ken's Chase. And uh, I think Leah is the only other person who actually cares about Dune. Um, no, there was uh, one no, other person, um, right? Um, um, sa- uh, Saint Crazy? Fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't. I know his name in real life. I couldn't remember his Discord name. Oh, dox him. And What's his address? I, doc, we almost I didn't want to dox him. Somebody. What's his address? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you all. Thank you all for recommending this. Um, and you guys, um, you can expect a swift ban from the server. All right, let's <laughs> let's get let's get on topic. Uh, <laughs> let's make this movie better. <laughs> okay. All right. So we talked a little bit in the in the first half of the show about how weird the hearing people's thoughts thing is, and I just. So my change is relatively small, can be applied to every scene, but I think it'd be great if basically you could still hear everyone's thoughts, but like sometimes they just weren't relevant to anything or they were just, you know, maybe just a train of thought about something unrelated, like, oh, that guy's got mustard on his collar or whatever. And this will be, I think, a little bit challenging from an improv perspective, but um, even though this is an, a podcast, uh, we can see each other on Zoom. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe the way that we could handle this in scenes is that we could like maybe like touch our heads or something like that when we're 
talking in our inner voice versus our outer voice. <laughs> I like that. I like that idea. <laughs> and then in posts, we can kind of... Yeah. Uh, Put like an echo on it, maybe. Yeah. You're editing. I think in posts, it'll be obvious what the inner and outer voice is, but uh, while we're in the scene, it might not be obvious. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I thought it would be good to have some sort of visual. You should put uh, a cue. delay on it that echoes at like, it goes down in volume like 2% every time it echoes. So it keeps doing it for a very long time. <laughs> have it echo like 30 the, times. The deep voice did that. Did you guys notice that? Like they would say it in the deep voice and uh, like it would sound like in real time. And then you could hear it like an, a lot slower for like five seconds after they said whatever they said in the is it called the deep voice? Am I right about that? Like whatever the voice oh, they the use voice. to is it just the oh. voice? When they when like they It's just called the voice. Were, That's okay. why I was I was nodding my head, but I had no idea what you were talking about. I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Where they <laughs> yep. sounded like monsters? Yeah. Uh, the voice. Like what what Paul and his mom used to like escape from the yeah. when they were tied up. Yeah, it does like echo afterwards, mm -hmm. which is weird. Creepy. So <laughs> For, so I'm open to suggestions for scenes, but the scene that I thought would be <laughs> fun and disturbing to do is there's a scene where Lady Jessica, Paul's mom, is um, talking to Dr. Yui about his wife. And he like is basically he doesn't say that like his wife dies, but like I think it would be funny if he starts to just explain in detail what happened to his wife and then her inner monologue is just over all of it, thinking about unrelated shit <laughs> so like this will be a little challenging uh i mean this one we probably don't have to use visual cues because really one person is going to be speaking aloud and one person is going to be in their head but Effectively, I'm asking, um, I'm going to ask Austin to be a Dr. Yui. So you have to make okay. up a way that your wife was horribly murdered and talk about it in detail. Is that is that in the book? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I know that she, okay. so what I know is that she, up, she was killed by the Harkonnens. That's the only like hard fact okay. that I know. And then Farley, you will be <laughs> Lady Jessica. Um and you're just you're gonna ask him maybe about his wife, but then after he starts talking, you're just gonna go off into your own thoughts about whatever the hell's going on. I don't know him very well, right? Uh, I don't know anything you, about this book. Yeah, I mean, so Doctor Yui works for your family. Oh, okay. Um, so I know he was so, married. Yeah, you probably know a little bit about him, but like you would know him more in like a professional setting mm -hmm. and maybe not have had many like personal conversations with him before. Yeah. Okay. So you've known him a long time, but maybe you've never really talked about, you know, anything but surface level stuff. Sort of how uh, we are yeah. IRL. Yep. Oh, all right. Yeah. No, I, honestly. <laughs> sort of how I am with all humans. <laughs> My personal we, uh, relationship with everyone I have a personal relationship with. We only talk to each other on the podcast, and that is it. <laughs> I certainly don't ask Wouldn't about that your be lives. Weird? <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Anything else that you guys need for the scene? You, you got it. I don't think Too I'm in easy. this unless I unless I decide that I need to come in come for in. some reason. <laughs> okay. And it might also be fun at some point if like uh, one person was a character and then like 
one of the other three of us was their thoughts. <laughs> I thought about that too. We, maybe we can do that in another scene because that could okay. be fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, and action. So, uh, Dr. Yui, um, mm-hmm. how is your wife? How is my wife? Um, that's a very interesting question. I'm so fucking hungry. My wife hungry. actually uh, passed away a few years ago. Oh, God. I'm so um, fucking hungry. We were visiting the I wonder if I wonder if I've still got that sandwich. <laughs> the 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 har, hurricane heart harconans ooh that would be and, really um, good. They they uh, mustarded her um lettuce tortured her really uh, in front Ham. of and made me swear allegiance to Fuck. Them. tomato. So actually <laughs> ooh white bread <laughs> Uh, it's bad for me, but it feels Actually, so I'm, good. Uh, I'm undercover. Uh, I'm a traitor to the house. Oh, yeah. I um, probably have some, like, they, some they prickles. And uh, basically forced me into That'd this. Be so fucking good. Um, yeah, so I'm going to turn you over. I wonder what Paul's whole deal is. Um, I'm going to kill the dude. He's kind of a freak. And... Uh, Wonder if he's but a virgin. I'll, I'll leave some some clues probably a virgin. Uh, to help you guys. But um, yeah, I'm the traitor. Oh. Ex- excuse me, I'm the mm-hmm. shout out Mapes, the housekeeper. Uh, oh, Doctor Yui, that's um, so good. That's so am so I good about your wife. To be here to hear all of this, or you're uh, what? Who? What are you? I don't think so. Okay, I'll just I'll just go then. Hey, hey, okay, bye. hey! Um, before you go, uh, I think I have a sandwich. Somewhere. Oh yeah, that guy from Jimmy John's is here. I'll be right back. Sweet. Cut. Oh, you got Jimmy John's. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's correct, right? Like uh, Doctor Yui was the traitor. Yes. Yeah, you okay. nailed it. <laughs> Good job. I didn't hear anything you said, so I nailed. That. I was I, I was talking about how I was going to betray everybody. <laughs> I have no like I heard at, you at one point say I'm the traitor and <laughs> that's all I remember <laughs> I was really invested I, in what I was thinking about I think that's the best that's the best that scene could have gone right? <laughs> yeah you guys are really method acting <laughs> can't even hear each other man I method act for that scene every scene I'm in I don't listen to anybody else that's I knew you were talking about a sandwich <laughs> Also, Jimmy Jan- John's now exists on Arrakis. It's good <laughs> so, to know. So that's good. And I'm really curious if my son's a virgin or not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that all about? <laughs> I mean, it was just a, a genuine normal, thought normal I had about thought. the movie. <laughs> Probably, he's supposed I mean, to he, be like 16. So <laughs> he he jumped like right into it with uh, Ch- Chani, right? Well, not really, because that whole thing where they show them like being in love that's like four years passing see that's what you say i did not get that from the movie <laughs> well his sister was born there was there was nothing in the movie by that the end of that section she was a four-year-old i thought her growing up fast was part of her like maturing yeah. very quickly so that yeah <laughs> they like do she was say physically that, maturing but... as well and just getting old really fast <laughs> yeah i was expecting her to be a grown woman by the time we got to the <laughs> the emperor she she's gonna be like 60 in 10 years <laughs> <laughs>
She's going to die of old age by the time she's 12. She's like a shitty Benjamin oh. Button. <laughs> Man, I didn't even... I know this This is technically part of the first part of the episode, but I just have to say my very favorite part of this movie is uh, uh, Patrick Stewart plays Gurney Halleck, and there's a part where the Harkonnens are attacking the Atreides' house in, in, in Erekin, and he's like running out to fight them, and he has their dog. It's a pug dog. Oh, he's like yeah. got a gun in my hand. <laughs> holding a pug dog and then that dog is at the very end so i'm like the dog survived fucking gurney had him Kept for the years dog. the whole time <laughs> i remember noticing that pug at one point on the ship and uh, paul's holding I, it. Yeah, yeah i think it was early on in the in the movie and i was like what the fuck is that pug doing there <laughs> well, on the emperor ship there are a bunch of english bulldogs mm-hmm. well they're like they're fancy they're you know the big houses is the, sci-fi the duke and stuff so they have their little dogs he can like have the queen a fucking has her space dogs. lizard <laughs> instead he's got a, a, a horde of english bulldogs i'm sure that was much cheaper though <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. where, where were they in the book did they have a bunch of dogs in the book i don't remember they tried to hire a space lizard but they couldn't afford it <laughs> they spent all their money on the shields <laughs> So. They couldn't pay the uh, they couldn't pay the quote for the space lizard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Do we want to do another oh. scene just with that change, like I, one where I somebody could. like somebody <laughs> does someone else's inner mom? Cool like, I was trying to think of a good scene for fun. it, but is there like a character that we particularly like that for this? I don't remember I any of the characters from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, I can picture <laughs> the them. One. I can picture the characters. I like put a gun up to my head i do not know most of the characters names and i'm sorry that's on me <laughs> um, i know i remember piter paul is I in this. baron it's funny that you remember piter he's in like three scenes in the entire movie i <laughs> liked piter not- oh yeah i love uh that's brad Dourif. uh i met him at a convention and um told him that my favorite role that he played was Piter in Dune. And he was like, are you serious? <laughs> he was, was like, he upset why? By that? Yeah, <laughs> he was. Yeah, you well, told him. What are his other roles? Uh, he's Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings. Um, oh, that's a way better role. <laughs> uh, he's been in a ton of shit. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but. Wormtongue's like a, he's like whispering secrets into king of whatever's ear right? oh he does the voice of chucky in the original child's play in a uh, franchise all of the movies oh seriously mm-hmm. okay isn't worm tongue okay. like an agent of the witch king he's i think an agent of saruman sauron or sauron sauron excuse me i thought he was like somehow connected to the whole witch king deal you could be right. It's and he's it's like, been longer than i would do he's corrupting the king of gondor yes yeah, he like whispers poison in his ear. Well, we could do a Piter scene. Oh, we could do a Piter. What about when Piter delivers the message to the Baron? Which like message? The- like- oh, yeah, you guys don't know the movie very well. <laughs> <laughs> Does he get like a Snapchat? The classic scene. Um, <laughs> or the scene where... So he, he delivers a message to the Baron. It's his first scene where... He's like basically a message from Duke Leto, uh, Paul's father. That's like, "Hey, uh, screw you!" Like, oh yeah, that they weren't going to observe the what was it? Can't Canley? Canley? That's Canley? the thing that you remember. My God, <laughs> Austin. 
I will you remember, remember more. You remember I'm, the art of Canley, but you can't remember Harkonnen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like mentioned like a thousand times. The art of Canley is mentioned once who, in the entire movie. So who are the Hadouken? I remember that because I was confused by it. I was like, what the fuck is the art of Canley? <laughs> it, oh, that's when you draw letters really nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, the Baron was trying to make nice kind of Mm-hmm. with the with the duke and the duke was like nah like we're enemies yeah like, screw you he he said he did his whatever Vendetta. which sounded like like yeah 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 w- what did he do did it show did they talk about it what do you mean like what did the baron do to to like make up for the vendetta oh i, I took that scene as like the baron was like i did this that was in accordance with the art of canley to to like make amends and then the duke is not accepting it but i didn't understand what the baron actually did uh, to i don't know i i i may have misinterpreted that scene too i don't really remember and i don't know if it's in the book to be honest but my interpretation was like that basically like the baron was extending like this sort of like gracious like oh yeah no this is all friendly we're handing over you know the the castle or whatever, the palace in Arakine. And um, when really it was the emperor that forced him to give it up. And also mm. like, his people left behind a bunch of traps to try to like murder his the Duke's family and shit. So the Duke okay. was like, no, you, like I'm not observing these like, these like gotcha. pleasantries. No, like your read enemies. on that scene is probably correct. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I probably all. got it right. Um, so... <laughs> Don't walk into a trap unless you know there's a trap there. Yeah, that. <laughs> That's what Patrick Stewart says to um, yeah. Paul. Anyway, that scene sounds confusing, so maybe we shouldn't do that. I'm, I'm, I'm in for anything. The... That's I'm I'm an improviser. <laughs> you, wow, you, none of us big can say claims, that, right? Big claims coming from Farley. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we all technically can say that. I don't think any of us should. I'm about half drunk, so I can say whatever I want. <laughs> hmm. What happens if you're full drunk? Then I cannot say whatever I want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can't say anything. All right. So the scene. <laughs> I'll be so I'll be Piter. I'll be delivering mm-hmm. the message to the Baron, who's going to be Farley, and then Austin, you're going to be Piter's inner thoughts. Okay. Unless you think it would be funnier to be the Baron's. Uh, Ooh. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with Piter. Austin getting to try to be Farley's thoughts. <laughs> okay, everybody good? Mm-hmm. All right, action. Hi, I'm back, and I have the message from the Duke. Oh, that's great. That's really cool. So he basically just said, fuck off. What is wrong with his fucking face? What are you, what are you looking at? It looks like there's a baseball on his forehead. It's like you're like just not making eye contact with me. No, I'm making eye contact with you. It's just sometimes it doesn't look like I am because of how bushy my eyebrows are and it can be distracting. Oh, uh, all right. Okay. Um, so, so you got a message from the is dude. Is that solid or liquid? And Yeah. So the Duke was like, just, you know, no basically to everything that you said he was like nope having none of it that sucks uh big big middle finger oh that sucks i'm gonna float up here really quick um i wonder if his leather straps are gonna break are you sure you're not like looking above and why are you eyeing up and down now 
Oh, I just wasn't sure what direction you were going to go, and I was trying to, like, sort of anticipate it. They've been, oh, yeah. like, adjusted to the same size for years, and the Baron has gained so much weight. That's fair. Um, They're going to give it any size. So I, I don't totally get why I can float either. I feel like that's something that's not really explained. Oh, it's because of your suit that you have that you got, your, your floaty suit. Oh, oh yeah, this a suit that doesn't fit anymore. Why do you make that? Why are you scowling at me? Oh, this is just my face. It's you know what? I just drank some of the juice of Safu, and it tastes so bitter, and it makes me pucker up my lips. I think I might be addicted to that juice. So you're just sta- you're just staring at at your your juice. The Baron's kind of hot. Yeah, um, I was thinking about drinking more of it, but I don't know, I just had some, so I probably shouldn't, right? I bet if I drink more, I could I could sleep with the Baron. Maybe just a little sip. Do you want some? I don't think I'm allowed to drink that, right? I'm not a Mentos. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Okay, I'm just going to drink a little bit. I'm going to die alone. And cut to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna cut. I'm not gonna cut to any other scene because okay, that's... like bounce, a wow, wow. Leah, if you could uh, edit in some just straight uh, cut, some some porno music and nothing else. <laughs> All right, let's move on to somebody else's change. <laughs> Who wants to go next? So I have a simple change, and I think we could probably do both mine and Austin's at the same time because mine's not gonna change very much. I just don't love the whole messiah thing like why does sci-fi do that every fucking time what's what sci-fi writers deal with jesus like just get over it yeah white men. pretty much all of them yeah they're white all white men, men. <laughs> yeah they are all white men <laughs> anyway um so i just think we just make john or paul <laughs> sorry he has a fucking bible name different different disciple different yeah disciple. yeah he has an actual name that's just from the bible and he's the messiah so i maybe fuck this book a little bit in the movie but um i think we make paul uh just really bad at everything mm. and like all of this okay. it's very life of brian now so he's just stumbling Ooh, into these situations life of, brian. life of brian's my favorite monty python movie mine too yeah do people still act like he's good at everything? Yeah, or? yeah, they're amazed by like him just like bumblefucking his way through life. Perfect. Everyone else is convinced he's the chosen one, but he's like clearly not. <laughs> Great. Maybe he's Love got like it. a really nerdy voice too, which is like, oh geez, oh god, oh no. Good. Well, he hasn't been in any of our scenes yet, so it's perfect opportunity to Has change he his really voice. Not? No, no. We haven't had a Paul yet. No, <laughs> his mom's concerned he's a virgin. We have it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. In, I like in that. this universe, he's definitely a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do we want to do a scene from that, or do you want me to go ahead and talk about? You my can go ahead and do yours because we have to do one with Paul, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that um, would probably be helpful for the trailer. <laughs> Have the protagonist in something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so my change is very, very stupid. Um Yay. I love it. <laughs> so I, I thought it was weird that this like the, the whole movie basically was about spice. 
and I just sort of went on an ADHD tangent where I was like, is this movie an allegory for the spice trade? And then I thought about like actual spices and then I thought about cinnamon and then I thought about cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> so <laughs> I love so, what happened to your brain. Well, yeah. You just had too. a little taste of me of my whole life. <laughs> the, uh, the, Oh, this is not an uncommon experience. <laughs> I don't know why you think that. Um, but what I want from this movie, I think, is that what uh, gives people the power that the spice provides, the the mind expanding, the space travel and everything, uh, is actually just a, a balanced breakfast. Mm. And I think the movie takes place within the universe of a serial commercial. So just in scenes uh, at an opportunity, if you can like advertise a specific Cereal. So General Mills. Uh, not necessarily right? Cinnamon Toast yeah. Crunch? Or? Not necessarily Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but what we want is we want the audience to eat cereal. Gotcha. That is that is this movie's goal. My opportunity to play Tony the Tiger again. <laughs> oh, wait. I didn't play Tony the Tiger in that scene. No, Leah played Tony the Tiger. <laughs> Leah's Did opportunity you think you were be... me again? Yeah, I keep doing that. <laughs> this keeps happening. Yeah. <laughs> He shows up at my job and he's like, I work here. <laughs> <laughs> and you telework. So I show up on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I keep getting in. Um, so with that, uh, I thought a scene that might be fun is the scene where he, uh, where Paul is reaching into the box with the, what is it? The Reverend Mother, is that her name? Mm -hmm. Experiencing pain. But in, in, in this new scenario the pain is that he's reaching into a box of cereal but he cannot grab the cereal and eat it he oh, has so he's to like, he's hungry he has to touch it yeah he has to touch it without eating it okay i don't know who farley you want to be paul i can be you literally because he nailed the voice anyone yeah yeah farley you can be paul because you just made the change to paul and you did the voice oh no uh, <laughs> Leah, you can be the Reverend Mother, if that's okay. Sure. Gaius Helen Mohim. That's right. Sure. <laughs> I believe you. Go. <laughs> and uh, if you guys are ready, action. So, so you want me to put my, my head in your in your fruit in your fruit loops? Yes. You will put your hand into the fruit loops box, but be careful. Why? Because this will be a test of your humanity. You're going to see how many Fruit Loops I can eat? I'm going to see how many Fruit Loops you cannot eat. Why are you talking about? I hold at your neck uh, the Gamjabar, ah! which is, this is a poison thing. doesn't really have anything to do with breakfast, but just a thing that we do anyway you you can't eat any of the cereal you have to just touch it okay snyder cut um the gamjabar has everything to do with breakfast i don't know what you're on about Ooh, okay so am i doing am i doing fine <laughs> you're doing great you're doing great um, as we know snyder cuts only apply to leah historically okay. look it up yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's always what I'm doing wrong. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's always just two white men yelling at Leah. That's all it okay. is. <laughs> okay, that can't be true. That cannot be true. And Snyder is that action. True? Uh, I hold at your neck the gam jabar, which is a breakfast thing. 
and also poisoned. Oh, good. Well, that makes sense. So I'll just stick my hand down in your cereal box and, um... Do not pull your hand out or I will poison you and you'll be dead breakfast style. What? Eggs over easy. You mean I can't take my hand out of the box? That's right. That's right. Oh, 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 no. It, it, it burns. An animal would immediately take the Fruit Loops uh, and and shove them into their mouth. Good, good. It feels like I'm gonna explode because my tummy hurts so bad. I know. I just want to eat them. Just let me. No, you can't. Uh, I gotta. But I'm. I. You feel. You feel your stomach. You feel your stomach growling. I only ate the marshmallows out of my Lucky Charms this morning, and I didn't get a full breakfast. That's not part of a balanced breakfast. <laughs> and we don't do that sort of thing around here. I, I, can I please? It feels like my fingers are falling off inside this box right now. That's not a thing that happens. It's just like a hunger thing. I don't know why you would feel that. Yeah, but That's I'm, really fucked up of you to say, actually. I'm so uh, hungry. That it feels that like your fingers my, are falling off? my fingers that are is, falling off. That doesn't make any sense. It okay. does. Okay, it, it's over. You can eat... Okay, take your hand out. Eat the, eat the Fruit Loops. Oh my gosh. Okay, Could he be the one? <laughs> 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 I thought I was actually going to die. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what happened? It, it's poison and it's a breakfast thing now. <laughs> did I take your uh, note, Austin? <laughs> you did. You took it so well. You weren't mad about it at all. I could tell. <laughs> oh, that, that Snyder cuts have that can't be true. That Snyder cuts have only been Wonder using Woman, you. And then you yelled at me for having a British accent and Knives Out, and now you yelled at me for this. That's three. Can you okay, name another Snyder cut that wasn't directed it, it, at Leah? It hasn't always been me, but <laughs> only one of them was me. Yeah. <laughs> that I can think of. There could be more, but... <laughs> there have only been three Snyder cuts, which is a shame. They should happen more often, and we should always be yelling at Leah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Leah's defense for the first one, it was because Ben Affleck whispered to her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's never really Leah's fault. Like, look it up. It's never really Leah's fault. I mean, this one was. And that you applies to everything. After Austin specifically said everything had to do with breakfast in this universe... You said, and this is not a breakfast thing. <laughs> I will reiterate, never Leah's fault. <laughs> Everything oh, is a breakfast man. thing. Well, I absolutely loved that scene. And uh, <laughs> we'd love to see uh, another one, but... I, I think um, we I should do one. I think we should do one that's from... Because everything we've done so far has been from like the first kind of arc of the movie, like pre... Paul joining the Fremen. So I think we should do one involving the Fremen or or, or once Paul's like sort of part of that group. What was his uh, new last name? Mabidari. Mwadib. It's not Mwadib. really his last name. His his full, they don't really explain in the movie. He has these visions where his name is going to be Mwadib 
And then okay. he basically yeah. decides kind of like, strange that they that didn't make his name Jesus Christ. That he basically decides like that he doesn't want to be at the like at, at fate's whim, and so he's changing it by making it Paul Muadib. So he like he like takes his name that like his father gave him in addition to like his ordained name. Yeah, but so. neither one of those names were his choice. Right. What was the what was the thing about the mouse shadow on the moon? Yeah, the that's what they call so the the mouse the shadow that looks like a mouse on the second moon of Arrakis that the Fremen mm-hmm. call it Muad'Dib. That's Muad'Dib. Um, and he had dreams about that shadow as well. What is uh what is Usul or Usul or Usul is means the base of a pillar. Um and that's the name that he's given by Stilgar. Okay. And then he chooses his other name. All right. Which is like his secret. No, Usul's his secret name. His like common name is oh well they call him usul out loud on the emperor's spaceship Mm. oh my god well secrets out all right i still don't get it but uh what's the scene you had in mind um we could do a scene maybe where he first meets the fremen or we could do like when he's teaching them the weirding way or Mm -hmm. I think when teaching him gonna take the water of life. I think I teaching know. them the weirding way is a really good one because it's all about making sounds and now he is goofy. <laughs> insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well you'll be Paul Moore. I liked when he told someone to yell at the at the thing and he was like, Break <laughs> Should should Austin and I just be like people you're instructing then? You're a couple of Fremen. We're a couple of Fremen. Just a couple of Fremen. Just doing Fremen stuff. I think the plural of Fremen is Fremens. That could be right. Sure. Or Fremenos. Fremi. Fremtipuses. Fremtipuses. Or maybe the singular is Fremen. Fremtipusi. Austin, you're not allowed to say that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Don't cancel me. (laughs) Okay, well, let's do that scene then. Action. Guh, could you, uh, could you punch that rock? Hoya! Ow. Oh, shit, I thought that was going to break it. Ub, what if you, like, yell at it really loud? Fuck you! Nice one. Ugh. Didn't work. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, jeez. Guys, I don't think we're going to be able to break it. How are we supposed to get a balanced breakfast if we can't break this cereal bar? I... I don't, I, I don't know. Let me... Uh, I'm just gonna go look at it real, uh, a little closer. He did it. Guy, you guys, um, who hit it while I was sneezing? No one. Uh, You're so strong, Madib. I You're the chosen one. I, I, I guess I, I, I guess I am. I guess I, I could be. I mean, I bet I could. I bet I could punch it and break it even. Can you teach us how to do what you did? Um, yeah. I, I can, cause I, I, I know what I did. I do know that. So, I walk. You, you get first step. Step one. You gotta walk with confidence. So everybody. Okay. Pull your shoulders back. I like I like what I'm seeing. Now take one step. 
one step. It's it, one step. It's a uh, g- gosh darn it. G- g- gosh, gosh darn it. Darn it. Why do you say it that way? Uh, what, what, what do you way? mean? Not. No, you did it right, and you said g- g- gosh darn it instead of just got g- gosh darn it. I. Those were the same thing that you just said. <laughs> what? Steve you, will never make it through this training. I can tell. So, you said that the way I said it was different than the, than you, than you did one, but it sounded the same. So it's good. So what you said was good. Good gosh, darn it. Yeah. And what I said was good. 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 I hope Paul good. makes an example. Oh, you did. Okay. I, I said good. 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 What are you doing right now? You're embarrassing all of us by doing it wrong. Okay. Well, I was trying to do. Are you trying to say like I've never had sex because I have? Okay. I believe you. I'm really cool. Okay. I don't believe him. No, you are really cool. I'm really popular and I have a lot of friends and they all know. That I have sex okay, like I'm not sure if Paul's had sex. all the time. Yeah, yeah, sh- sure. So, eh. so now you gotta look at the the, the 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 cereal bar, and you have to say you have to say um, I I chew. <laughs> chew. Did it did it break? No. Oh man, I'm really striking out here. I I just don't think you guys are really cut out to be Freemasons. No, I, I want to do. Th- I gotta do the breakfast thing. That's part of, part of the balanced breakfast. That's what, what I was born to do, man. What did you? What? What did you eat this morning? Um, I just uh, so, I ate a banana. Oh, oh my God! Such an amateur move. Oh no! I know. Oh no! I, um, I know I, I know I should eaten. I know that was just part of a balanced breakfast and not a whole balanced breakfast, but I was like really I woke up late and I didn't have time. And Can Steve hear my thoughts what the fuck is going on? You're lucky I'm tired or I would like totally come down there and like beat you up right now in front of everybody. But I'm like tired right now, so I'm not going to do it. But it, if if I if I wasn't tired, I could do it with just my just by voice, I could do it. Madweeb. What'd you call me? Madweeb. The, the waffles approach. My name is Ma. Ma- yeah, say it. It's Mazda Miata. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Is that right? I don't Did know. It change? Cut. <laughs> I thought my dweeb was appropriate. <laughs> what were the waffles? Were they an army that was marching on us? No, I got they scared. Were, they were part of the balanced breakfast we were trying to build. <laughs> well, you're like you're lucky. We couldn't just eat cereal bar. You're lucky he's tired because he could he could totally beat you up if he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> That um <laughs> reminded me so much of people that I have actually actually played Magic the Gathering against at comic book stores. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I can't believe I'm losing right now. I'm just so tired. <laughs> yeah, people like that can't admit that like your deck is better, right? Yeah, especially if you're like not 
totally invested in hanging out at the comic book store every day and you somehow win just like on chance too. like if you're just lucky they won't you say that be a casual they'll say like and also better god i'm so tired <laughs> like i can't <sighs> i'm just tired like i'm not playing right my deck would win if i if i played it right yeah maybe you spent two like two hundred dollars on a game of chance <laughs> i don't know let's not bully nerds too much <laughs> i yeah i don't know what audience we're gonna have left after several of our well episodes. i'm certainly not listening anymore I don't know. after i was bullied i fucking hate dune and i fucking hate movies so and he fucking hates me <laughs> leah no what I just don't want you to know how cool I think you are. Mm-mm. I hate, uh, I like it better when you insult me. <laughs> <laughs> Leah's Leah's one of my favorite people. Uh, I don't want this. I- <laughs> <laughs> Go back to Snyder Cut. If I was again, if I was had to vote between Leah and Gandhi for president, I'd vote for Leah every time. Okay. Okay. Are we done? <laughs> Is it? Do we want to do one more scene or do we want to just end it? What about the puffer fish with the vagina mouth? Yeah. I mean, all we have to do is talk about him. <laughs> I see talk about him plans for a within what the plans within that? plans. It's a guild navigator. They're mutated yeah. by the spice and then they're like have crazy psychic powers you and allow already, you to, to fold space. No, that's a space flashlight. <laughs> I expected the Fremen to have like more powers than they did i expected everyone to have more powers than they did yeah honestly i thought when we were hearing everybody's thoughts i thought some people were gonna have telepathy and could hear each other's thoughts but that never happened i thought people would have like laser guns and stuff don't understand the voice oh that's a show where blake shelton judges how good people can sing it's sort of like Mm, the jedi thing i like the force yeah it's sort of like the thing where I, you know, Obi-Wan waves his hand and says, these aren't the droids you're looking for. I guess. It's kind of that. But they could choke people, too. These aren't the no, spice No, I'm just saying that for. particular Star Wars trick is ana- analogous to the voice. Not mm. all Jedi stuff. And that call- <laughs> comes from the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we didn't make a yep. change that involved the Spice Girls. I thought Austin no. was going to, honestly. Like, it's, really? it sort of surprised me. That <laughs> well, oh, I should talk about the one change that I didn't make, which is fun, yeah. which is that I wanted to originally, but I just didn't think it would make for good scenes. Um, I wanted to change spice to the powder Kool-Aid mix and the water of life to the blue raspberry <laughs> Kool-Aid, and then the uh, sandworms would all be Kool-Aid men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that would attract. Oh, yeah. I, th- I thought that would attract perfectly with my breakfast world because we could have just said that Kool Aid was a part of a complete part breakfast. Of a balanced <laughs> breakfast. Sugar, part of an a American sh- balanced breakfast. I mean, a, sh- a sugary part of this complete <laughs> Austin's idea of a balanced breakfast apparently comes from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it, just, it only makes sense that Kool Aid would be involved in that, right? You just pour the blue raspberry Kool Aid directly onto your Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, Boom, God. breakfast. I hated I hated Gross. saying that. I hated thinking about it, but <laughs> And I'm gonna hate eating it later. And I, I'm going to hate listening to this trailer. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No. A beginning is a very delicate time. That's why breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Know then that it is the year ten thousand one ninety one and Paul Atreides is definitely the chosen one. 
What are you talking about? He passed the test of the Gamja bar. You will put your hand into the Fruit Loops box. You're going to see how many Fruit Loops I can eat? I'm going to see how many Fruit Loops you cannot eat. <laughs> he survived treason against his house and family. Actually, I am a, I'm undercover. I'm a traitor to the house. Yeah, so I'm going to turn you over. I'm going to turn your son over. I'm going to kill the duke. But um, yeah, I'm the traitor, basically. He taught the desert people, the Fremen, how to fight their enemy, the Harkonnens. You're so strong, Muad'Dib. You're the chosen one. I, I, I guess I, I, I guess I am. I guess I, I could be. And really, the only two questions that remain are whether or not he's a virgin. I wonder what Paul's whole deal is. I wonder if he's a virgin. Probably a virgin. I'm, I'm really popular and I have a lot of friends and they all know that I have sex like all the time. And precisely what his name is. Was it Usul now or... Madweeb. What'd you call me? My name is... Ma- it's Mazda Miata. Dune, brought to you by Spice Melange Cereal. It extends life, it expands consciousness, and it's part of a balanced breakfast. What a trailer that was. So many sandworms. So much spice. I don't know if those were in the trailer, but... I've got worms. Sugar, spice, and everything nice. Plus breakfast cereal. That's a thing from that. If you just pour milk on sand, it's breakfast cereal. That's true. If you have enough sand and the right (laughs) consistency, anything Mm -hmm. is cereal. (laughs) So, (laughs) if you enjoyed that, listen to more of our episodes. Episodes? Did I say episodes? Listen to more of our episodes. You did not. Listen to more of our (laughs) Urkel-sodes. And also, follow us on social media. We're at Better Movie Club on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And we have a Discord that uh, you can find on on, uh, a link to in the show notes or on our Twitter. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at WorryTweets. And you can follow me on Twitter at Austin Whiteford. Austin, how it sounds. W-E-I-F-O-R-D. And you can follow me on Twitter at it's Farley, F-R-L-Y, and email me at Farley at snakebaby.net and send me all your worms. <laughs> you don't need more worms, buddy. I need the kind of worms that don't um, live in my intestines. <laughs> they have to have friends. I need the kind of worms that eat the worms that live in my intestines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What are we watching next week? <laughs> next week, we are watching The Prestige 2006, and we will be joined by a special guest, uh, Dan White from the Improv is Dead podcast. Okay, no, no fucking fanfare there. We got him. We we booked him. We did it. What? <laughs> it wasn't fanfare? Did I not sound excited? I, I, was, I felt excited. Next week, we're joined by a very special guest, um, probably one of my favorite uh, people of all time and um i'm in love with him i'm frankly i'm in love with him we were joined by dan white dan if you're out there uh well he is out there marry me he's i don't know married. if he's listening yes oh, he child i have to go <laughs> <laughs> i've got a lot to, to sort out <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. yeah you do uh but next week's episode is really really funny loved it loved the scenes loved dan white um you should check that out for sure see you next week Bye. Cut. Cut. I said cut. (laughs) You said cut. You said cut.